I didn't think you were recording that. I was just saying, hey. This is a song about music videos. This is a podcast about music videos. Welcome to the Music Video Land Podcast from the Internet Music Video Database, imbdb.com. And now, here's your host, Adam Moneybags Fairholm. Hello, everybody out there in general vicinity of music video land. Uh, my name is Adam Fairholm, and welcome to a new edition, another episode of the Music Video Land podcast, brought to you by your extremely good friends at imvdb.com, the uh, internet music video database. My name is Adam Fairholm, and then with me, as per usual, is uh, Douglas Klinger from uh, beautiful center of the world, cleanest Paneras in the land, uh, uh, Boynton Beach. How are you, Doug? Super good, Adam. Did you say New Edition is going to be in this episode? No, no. This is a New Edition. Common mistake. Uh, very common. We've had them booked for a long time and they keep canceling on us. Uh, yeah mysteriously i don't think i'm emailing the right person is if it's if they if their email is not an aol.com email i've been i've been shooting the wrong person okay yeah that's probably not the right right uh, one i've been talking to that one well. too but the person who did not um did not cancel on us and it was in fact here for an interview which we recorded onto a computer and we'll play back for you shortly is mr chris mars polero who we were very excited to have on the podcast for a number of reasons uh, number one, uh, Chris Myers Polero is an awesome name. It has it's three words, and um, you probably have heard this name because he's directed some really uh, big and really awesome music videos in the past. Uh, well, past in the in the past few years, um, they're very big. They're like difficult to to like handle. Exactly, such as I Want to Go by Britney Spears, Blow by Kesha, which is a music video that we talked a little bit about. Um, also, uh, several of the Black Keys videos that are just hilarious, including the, the recent The Baddest Man Alive, um, as well as Next Girl, which is one of my favorites, and Howlin' For You, which is, uh, we'll talk about this one in the interview a bit, which is the, the, the trailer one. And he also has directed one of... Probably my vote for it's in my like top three funniest music videos of all time, and that is "Hang You Up" by Yellow Card. Um, I love and he, that video. And 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 if you're among the three or four people who listen all the way to the end of this podcast, all the way into the picks of the week after the interviews, you will definitely have recognized his name because he has been a frequent um, um, director of the videos that we've chosen for picks of the week. That is very true. Um, so we are going to be talking to. Uh, it feels it feels wrong to call him Chris because that's you know that's that's not, not normal, but it's a standard first name. But then Mars Polero is the the whole. It's a good name. I'm just saying. It sounds like you're a big fan of his name. It just sounds like when you hear the name Chris Mars Polero, you 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 feel like you should know who that is. It's a it's a yeah, I mean. Ryan Seacrest knows who it is. 
That's right. Um, we're giving away fun stuff. All right, in the interview. that's not giving away too much. No, that's we right. can't do that. Um, so too much, te- too much tease. That's right. It's coming up in the second half of the show. But before that, we wanted to mention, um, talk a little bit about the UK Music Video Awards because you- those were last Thursday, and they were an exciting event. I I was excited about it. You wanted to talk a little bit about it. I was hoping we'd talk a, a ton about it, but let's see, maybe we'll meet in the middle. Okay, that's good. We'll just talk a moderate amount about it. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. The, so the UK Music Video Awards happen in jolly old England in London, um, hence the United Kingdom part of the name. And it is the MVAs, not the VMAs. I saw the people saying, can't wait for the UK, uh, you know, VMAs. Uh, MTV does have VMAs that go on in Europe. I think they're the Euro, or is that Disney World? Um, I don't know. It's the European version of the it's, VMAs. But this one is more, um, you know, uh, focused on the industry. It's sort of like what the, it's like a uh, MTV VMAs for people who are really inter- interested in music videos. Yeah, I'd say it's it's a I would I would say it's a little bit closer to what the Vimeo Awards probably were like than what the um, MTV VMAs probably were like. Right, but the thing is, is that they have you know um, you know Romaine uh, Gavras got several awards for um, and other people on his crew got awards for MIA's Bad Girls video, very very deserved. And you know Romaine Gavras was there to accept the award. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of uh, directors and people in the industry attend this. We would like to attend it next year. Um, we mm-hmm. have the budget to go over and take a train, a plane ride or train ride, whatever, to over to um, jolly old England. They have those train rides. They do. Pretty- I wish they would. I'd rather take a train. Um, but uh, so there's a lot more, you know, they do things like, you know, best pop video, best dance video uh and other categories but there's also a lot of great technical categories like um you know best stylist which which uh went to um it was han edwards that's right uh who's won several uk v- uh, mvas for for bad girls which i definitely also agree with but they do you know choreography cinematography um one that i find interesting telesin telesini whatever whichever you mm-hmm. want to go with that sounds um, like a that sounds like an English term. And uh, Saul Levitz actually was um, uh, best indie rock video. Uh, he was a commissioner, also another podcast guest. He was yes. a commissioner for a simple song that which was directed by Daniels. Um, and best best let's keep let's keep naming best alternative video. Ellis Ball, who um, was a couple uh, just one episode ago, I believe. For, so for Alt J Breeze blocks important exactly. to, to mention. Right, we'll say other things too. Right, uh, so yeah, lots of. Lots of um, alum. Lots yeah, that's, of IMVDB alum. I think that uh, that says something good about our podcast. It, and when you go through the UK MVA awards, that it's not it, there's there's like it's not just like one person. There's a lot of people that we've had on the show. Yeah, uh, did you say Daniels also for S- Simple Song? You said that, right? I did say that. Yes. They they did you see did you see photos? Um, they have photos. I think they had like a they were on the video. They've like accepted it on the screen, right? Because um, you know a lot, a lot of these directors are in America, like Ag Ag Rojas and um, Keith Schofield won, and he said he posted his acceptance video on YouTube. We tweeted it and we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, but it, he he had a very uh, funny acceptance video. 
which is great. It's it's a cool opportunity. I, I wonder like what they tell them. Like you may or may not win, so do an acceptance video. Is that what they do, or do they tell them ahead of time? I think they tell them ahead of time. Because wasn't this? I remember there's been a lot of award shows back to back, but isn't this the one where Daniels were like trying to figure out what they won for on Twitter? Yes. Well, there was the VMAs back in September when they were when they when Duck Sauce was trying to figure out if they had won for Big Bad Wolf. But um, yes, Daniels was over here. They didn't know if they had won what they had won for, but they won a few awards. Oh, okay. So maybe um, they knew about the one they recorded. We, now, we'll get to, we'll get to the bottom of that. Now, on the subject of Keith Schofield, uh, did you, Duck Sauce Big Bad Wolf won for Best International Dance Video, which cracks me up. Well, I guess it's international compared to you, the UK, right? Oh, I know. I'm not saying that part, but it's just funny that there's that the dancing in that video mostly <laughs> oh, takes right. place with with someone's you know like a right. head over their genitals. Well, the, does the dance? I think maybe the dance is about the music, right? Because that's dan- That's what Duck Sauce is dance music. So, um, I I don't care what category. I, that it just as long as that video is showered with awards mm-hmm. i'm i'm fine with whatever the award says best now, best bowling that's fine give that to duck sauce now the now another fun thing about the categories is that they have um a, like a budget category um so they'll be like best indie slash rock video budget budget means that the music videos were made for under two thousand pounds which i believe is uh four american dollars um <laughs> This category is open to UK international submissions, but the budget must be translated into UK pounds. Come on, let us add our own regular currency. Why? Why make us go to Google and uh, anyway? I'm just and figure it that. out. Um, but yeah, no, it was. It seemed uh, uh, like a lot of fun. It's great that there's uh, you know because what we've been seeing a piece we've been seeing piecemeal kind of awards come coming through because a lot of times there 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 are many music. Uh, award sh- events and then they'll always have like one category for music video mm-hmm. and then you know people like us like... will look at that and then be like okay there's that's one that's good but then here we go we i mean they get deep here we get we have things like best commissioner i think the right. awards like the uk uh, MVAs are one of the only places you're going to find something like that. Best Outstanding Contribution Award. What does that even mean? Like you bought some some fruit for the video? Like what contribution does that person... You know, they should they, hire you to do like stand-up before the show. Oh, uh, I'm working on stand-up. You'd be like, so what's the deal with the best uh, contribution? What does this mean? What are they con- What are they contributing? Do what they go that, and buy some fruit? That's, that's a good joke, though. Think about it. It is a pretty good joke, it's but... Pretty, um, it's deep. So, uh, congratulations to all the winners, and sucks for everybody. Wait, lost. wait, wait! I, I did have something to add to that point. What? When there are those music award shows, and there's a one-off award, not only is there only one, it, the award goes to Psy. <laughs> or, or it doesn't like it doesn't like go to like it's like oh that's what a great music video accomplishment is that like it's that's gonna that's gonna be when anyone talks about music videos from the year 2012 the conversation is gonna be sigh so hmm. uh i think it's the appropriate uh, see i'm not now i'm like discouraged from even doing any jokes even when they're set up for me so perfectly because you're gonna call me some kind of cruise ship stand-up comedian for doing it but think about it shouldn't we all sigh because of how bad that is um I mean, it's I great. Even, right? Oh, I don't it's, know if you're really. 
I don't even know if you're cruise ship level anymore. <laughs> Wait, come on, think about it though. That is bad, right? We're not happy about that, right? If if they're recognizing a music video from 2012, we don't want it to be Gangnam Style, do we? No. Oh, good pronunciation. I just say Gangnam Style. Yeah, because you're my dad. Exactly. I like that Gangnam Style Asian Chinese fellow. You know that Opa Opa song. <laughs> so. Um, Yes, I do. I, I do f- find this, the, the scraggly one-off music video awards tucked into a, a larger award uh, uh, frustrating. So that is why it's uh, fantastic to have the uh, the UK music video awards around. Um, way fantastic, way fantastic. And the reason, yeah, we all and and as if we needed to talk about why the other shows are like that. There's a video out there. We should mention this as a little tag at the end of this little intro for this podcast. There's a video out there that talks about why MTV doesn't play music videos anymore. doesn't really tie in, but maybe you can watch. No, no, no. I think we should talk about that. Because All right, let's it, talk it, about it. it. It'll be fun. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, links in the show notes, and it's basically a parody. And that's not a, People have been saying it's a parody. It's not a parody of anything. Um, it's a comedy yeah, video. Yeah, what, what are they parodying? Yeah. The real, the real <laughs> response of the... The guy who works for MTV who really responded to that question? That's not a parody. No, no, this is important because it is important for two reasons. Number one, so the the concept of the video is this 20-something, you know, girl making the joke, you know, or not the joke or the observation that MTV does not play music videos uh, anymore. Now, we, we have in the past pointed out that MTV actually does play music videos in a kind of variety type show, usually during weekday, early morning hours, like 3 to 8 a.m. Yeah, off so, hours. Right. So there is that technical point. But then the rest of the video is this guy playing an MTV uh, uh, executive, basically. He was like a 24-something. He's yeah, not like significantly yeah, he, older than the girl. Yeah, he was a pretty young guy playing an executive, basically chewing her out for making this observation. And basically, you know, part of the the, the, the chewing out was that music videos are somehow kind of like a dead art form, and that's the reason that they're not on MTV anymore. That was kind of the insinuation. I think that one of the problems that this video has brought up is it's given everybody a... Um, starting point to start kind of ragging on music videos a little bit. And you can see that in the YouTube comments a little bit. I mean, did, did you check that out? People have been kind of down on music videos in that sense. Inaccurately, certainly a down on music videos. And, and because that is kind of what it's saying. Um, yeah, that's part of what the video is saying. And, and, and I don't, and I think that that's, it's kind of missing there a little bit because it's, uh, I don't agree with that, that portion of it for sure. Because even though it is funny, it's it's satire, so there are actual points being made. And, you know, one of the points made is that there's a single, singular generation, pretty much our generation, who stopped paying for music. I think – I well, I actually think – all right, so it's limited – it depends what you're talking about, a generation, right? I, I think that I would consider like a generation maybe like four years. It, it, like, And it's tough to really box things in and make it so black and white. I think that the people who were like just slightly younger than us – um didn't pay for me. I I paid a shit ton for music when I was in middle school and elementary school for sure. I mean, I spent all of my allowance on CDs and stuff. I got stacks of rap CDs. As did I. Sitting feet from me right now. I think that the people who came, who were essentially in middle school while we were in high school, they they never paid for music and that like they were there like Napster was always a thing for them. And so I think that I think that that's more the generation. So that's why in the video you're seeing like a 
28 year old guy yelling at a 22 year old girl and he's able to like talk to her as if it's a different generation because it kind of is because and 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 now i think people are starting to get back into a little bit more of like starting to pay for music again i think you're starting to see you know albums having success on itunes and stuff like that and and people actually starting to to pay for them again i don't know maybe that maybe maybe i'm internalizing that a little bit because i am <laughs> but uh i don't know is it, what do you feel or or maybe just because there's more avenues to to take in music legally without having to directly pay for it like spotify and stuff and 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 pandora i think that those you know people indirectly paying for the music is is starting to happen again more well, i don't know i think we we may be equating to or, or you know, talking about two different issues here: the pirating of music and music videos. Because remember, there's no way to pirate music videos. Let's just make that clear: music videos are inherently free, right? There's mm-hmm. no unless you go to iTunes and actually pay for a music video. And we've mentioned this on the podcast before. We have still no clue who's going to buy buy music videos on iTunes. Apparently, people do um, because they have a yeah. pretty accurate top ten count or top music video count in there. And we have heard that, like, the sale of, or you know, what the people who are buying the music videos are also, you know, nine out of ten times going to also go buy that album right right away. Now, the thing is, is that music videos kind of made a move. You know, in the beginning, music videos were also free, right? You paid for cable. Um, your parents did. You paid for cable, and then all the, all the music videos were free, free. Basically, the only thing that's really changed with music videos is the medium where you... Um, is a medium that you experience them in. You know, either in our case, over here in the U.S., it's different around the world, but in our case, it's YouTube and Vimeo for the most part, the two mm-hmm. music video sources that uh, we support on IMVDB. And so from a, a content creator's point, like an artist, um, you know, what is the difference in back then in the 80s and 90s of sending in a tape of a music video that you made for $200,000 to MTV. MTV is not paying you for those music videos. They're, you know, you are basically, that's sunk money, that's sunk costs that you're sending, you know, that tape into MTV, and then it's gone, and they, you know, and they figure out what to do with it. Now, at least, you know, you can put your music video on YouTube and do some sort of revenue sharing. You can, uh, you know, Vimeo, Vivo is a site, you know, is a company that is made out of, you, you know, they're they're making money somehow, right? They're selling. Yeah, somebody. There's still money in there. I, you know what I mean? It's it, it's it might be being kept. <laughs> it's not being shared and spread around and stuff. And it's definitely not. I definitely don't think that the money is being applied to music video budgets like it was back then. But I do think that there is money, the same kind of money being made. Uh, I don't know about the same kind, but there is still money being made from music videos through the same types of ways, which was, you know, kind of ad- advertisements. You know what I mean? The, the, what made MTV sustainable was the advertisements between the music videos. And now what makes Vivo sustainable is the advertisements on top of music videos. So it's interesting. Uh, anything, any videos that come out that. And this one's popular. I'm looking at it right now. This is November 14th. Well, here's 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 a great way to, way to wrap it up. As popular as that video ever will be, it won't be popular ever as the seven music videos at the top of YouTube right now. So, 
Take that for some perspective. And uh, how do you say Gangnam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I I say it differently every time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna not say it again and keep Mm. the only one on record of it being accurately said. G style. G style is is poised (laughs) to become. Gangnam style. Gangnam style is poised to become the number one most viewed music video of all time. Basically, something weird would have to happen for that for that not to go down. Yeah, because Baby, as many of you know, is the number one music video uh, viewed music, and we're going by um, uh, the top viewed on YouTube on the charts because I think it's a very good uh, bellwether. So Gangnam Style is at uh, seven hundred twenty-three million views, and uh, Justin Bieber, uh, Baby, featuring Ludacris, is is just about to crack the eight hundred million views mark. So, uh, Gangnam Style is is has been out so, for like five months. So I think it's pretty fair to say that it'll overtake it at some point. Yeah, and, and also it's, I mean, it's still, I mean, it's probably peaked already, but it's still kind of up there as far as in popularity comparatively to that Justin Bieber song. Um, specifically and uh you know i think if you took some other things into consideration you know there's all these little like sub videos that come come from a video being out there like 10 hour you know people will do like a 10 hour version of ganyan style or like 10 hours of just that elevator hump dance or something i think if you pull in all those little things that, and, and add it together i think ganyan style's probably already got them got them beat but we're not going to take those these weirdo metrics uh, uh, Nate Silver, I am not. So let's not take these other things into account and uh, just kick it to our sweet, sweet interview. It is topical that we're talking about uh, large music, big music videos, because our guest, Mr. Chris Myers Polero, has directed several large music videos, including I Want to Go by Britney Spears, Blow by Kesha, which, as you may remember, features Mr. James Vanderbeek. Um, we just suggest going to his page and watching all the videos. Just watch them all back to back to back before um, before this interview. Or not, and just you know guess at what we're talking about. But our interview uh, for this week is uh, Mr. Chris Mars Polero, uh, director extraordinaire of many awesome music videos. So without further ado, let's check out our conversation with Chris Mars Polero. Chris Mars Polero. I direct music videos. Um, I eat Sour Patch Kids, and um, I go to Chipotle too much. Wow, you are. I think we have a lot of things in common, which is very good. Um, and you, we were just saying before that you have talked to Ryan Seacrest, and you've also talked to us. So we have yeah. something in common with Ryan Seacrest. Um, a, f- a fun fact about that um, is that um, when you're not super cool. And even actually, I feel like even some super cool people, but um, especially when you're not super cool, you're, you don't actually talk to Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> it's actually all pretend. You actually, you actually talk to someone else and it gets, um, it, it gets cut up. Um, really? Yeah, because, um, and, and you'll notice it like even, um, um, there, there's, there's even like um, legitimate stars that um, like if schedule the schedules don't work out correctly, um, they have someone else do the interview 
And you'll notice, like, if you ever listen to a radio interview, it's not just Ryan Seacrest. It's, it's a, this is a, this is a little fun secret of radio. Like, so if there's an interview going on and like, if you listen and like, it just doesn't seem like, it seems like it's very concise or like the banter is very like short and very like, it immediately leads to the next thing because he's not actually talking to them. <laughs> do, do, is the, is the interviewer, is there like a, like, do they have to be handsome at least like Ryan Seacrest? God, you know, I hope so. You know, right. <laughs> you can only hope so. So, you know, we know from your website, you're very helpful about section on your website that you were a, bo- a baby and then a teenager and it's then true, went yeah. through the basic life cycles. I don't uh, want to fight anything, you know, I like, <laughs> I like to be honest. And, you know, you, t- like 2009 through 2000, well, up, up to now has been, I mean, really big years for you in terms of music videos and releasing, releasing a lot of really high profile stuff, a lot of really fantastic material. And I was really wanted to know what the, cause I know you were in a band before you got into doing music videos. Like what was the impetus of saying like music videos is where I want to focus my energy? You know, when, when I, I actually kind of always had this agenda to do music videos and then do movies. So, I mean, I even did a couple of music videos while I was in college for my band. So, um, so it was kind of all just like part of my unwritten subconscious plan. And it is, it is, it is not written anywhere. It's, it's, at what point did you know that that was the plan? It's actually tattooed on my lower back. (laughs) And, um, uh, no, what, what were you saying? Uh, in terms of like you, you mentioned that it was subconscious. Is there a point where that became subconscious? And and at the point you're at now, are you moving into into more features and out of music videos? Yeah, well, I'm not moving out of music videos per se, um, but I am um, uh, I am writing um, and developing um, uh, a couple of movie projects that um, uh, like within like the next year ish. You know, I'd like to have my first. Uh, um, legitimate film uh, off the ground, uh, not even legitimate. My first film, um, but um, legitimate or illegitimate. I don't. I don't. I don't really care. Either one works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. And what was behind that original plan of starting in music videos? Um, I don't know. I was in a band, and I like music, and I've always loved music videos. I mean, I remember being. Um, Fuck, how old was I? Like, a little kid, um, maybe five, six, seven years old. Um, I remember, like, being, I remember in church, uh, like, in between, like, big church and little church and um, and whatever uh, time periods in between, like, little things. Like, I remember uh, being in, like, one of the classrooms and watching Thriller music video and, like, looking forward to... Uh, um, just any opportunity I had to turn on MTV and watch music videos. So it was definitely always something that, um, that I was really uh, kind of uh, uh, passionate about. It's, it's funny that you say Thriller because the end of your uh, I Want to Go video kind of has like a little uh, callback oh, yeah. to Thriller at, there at the end. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, I mean, that, that's one of my favorite videos. So it was just like, it felt like it, it was just kind of like a fun way to... Uh, um, to turn that whole, oh, it was all a dream. It was a fun way to like also make it a nice nod to, you know, one of the, if not greatest music videos ever. So, and one thing that really sucks about um, that ending is that um, uh, record labels um, sometimes can get their, uh, 
their panties in a bunch for absolutely no reason. And like they, they walk on eggshells, like they're, they're, they're lawyers. Um, um, their law teams like are very, um, uh, they're very, very ridiculously oversensitive about certain things. So they didn't, uh, he was supposed to be wearing, um, a thriller jacket and they wouldn't fuck let me do it. And I, I even, I like, I even like, I even got like, I, I even like uh, accepted like substitutes. And I was like, all right, fine. Like this one's okay. Like it's close enough. And like literally, like I um, I wasn't allowed. Uh, um, it couldn't be. It couldn't be a red jacket. It couldn't. It couldn't be a red jacket. Like there were there were some things that I was like, damn it, that <laughs> that really really bumped out. Because what's funny is that like um, because. Like the reason, like one reason why it really bummed me out is, well, I, I'm, you know, when I have something in my head, like I want, you know, I want as hard as possible to, you know, to implement that. Um, but it was like a nod to it. It was like, you know, it's a parody. And like, no matter how much times I said like, yo, like we have the fucking right to do this as a parody. Like it's in the constitution. <laughs> it's like, how are you telling me no? Um, and, you know, and they still said no. And it's, and it's so frustrating because like, you know, some like, um, you know, some kids will watch the video and they'll be like, oh, they, you know, they ripped off Thriller, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, damn it. no, like we didn't rip off. Like if we would have been wearing the jacket, it would have been clearer to these buttholes um, who want to say that we ripped it off at the end. It would have been, you know, obviously a lot more, uh, you know, a, a lot more clear that like, no, like we are c- consciously, you know, doing a nod to it. But unfortunately they wouldn't let me do the jacket and, uh, there's some buttholes on the uh, on the interwebs who like to think that um, that we somehow thought we were going to sneak this by people and rip and rip off the thriller and without anyone knowing. That's what that's what I totally thought when I saw that ending. I thought you're definitely trying to steal thriller's thunder with that. You know, look at the end. Um, and for like the for like those kind of videos for like I want to go by Britney Spears and, and criminal by Britney Spears and, and you know blow by Kesha when you have when you have like a, a team of lawyers um, who are looking at things like that like what's the process are they are they looking at like I don't have a team of lawyers well the, like the well the record label um, when they're looking at things like that what what process do they catch things like that in the treatment or or in the edit I actually might have a team of lawyers. <laughs> but um wait what what's going on what uh, are they looking um i mean a lot of that shit is like um a lot of it is i mean they'll just kind of go through it and be like make sure you don't do this make sure you don't do that um and um and yeah i mean there are some things we have to get cleared like for example like we had to send in the jacket we had to send in pictures of the jacket and they like they gradually like crushed my soul one <laughs> one image after the next as like it was just like, because I, I forget. Like I think, I, I, what is he wearing? A black jacket? Yeah, it's some black leather-ish jacket. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's just like we went from it being like almost the authentic one to slowly but surely they're like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> like, yeah, there you go. It's like, oh, okay, it's a black jacket. Okay, awesome, thanks. And so, so yeah, so sometimes you'll have to do certain things like that. Um, but I mean, th- that that's mostly because. Um, uh, you know, that's mostly because like we were doing, you know, we, we were, uh, it was a satire and, you know, I'm doing a parody of certain things, um, in most videos, um, that don't involve anything of that. Like you're not going through lawyers, like having a clear shit, like, no, 
And, and one of the things that is, you know, a thread throughout your music videos, I, I think, is that the people in it, you know, especially the artists, look like they're having like a ton of fun. Like Britney Spears and I Want to Go seems like she was like the first person on set that day, like, you know, really, uh, you know, interested in making this music video and was really invested in it. Um, you know, Back, for- both me and Britney, we went on the tram ride at Universal. Stu- we shot that video at Universal Studios in the back lot. Um, the day before the video, we actually went on the tram ride and we just, uh, we slept in the King Kong section. We actually just, we just camped out overnight. Really? She, she was that excited. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, no, I, that's, that's rad to hear that because I mean, that's one of the things that, um, when I met with Brittany, like leading up to the video, it's one of the things I like stressed to her of like, yo, just like you, I just want you to have fun. Like I, I want, I want you to have fun. I want to see you having fun. This is a fun video. This is, um, you know, just kind of like just show up ready to have fun. So that, that's cool to hear that you know that you felt like that came across. And I'm sorry, I, I for a second there, I actually thought that maybe you and Britney Spears were riding around the tram ride. It was that. It was kind of that that level of plausibility. Oh, um, that would've been fantastic. <laughs> Um, we just snuck out and like hid with King Kong and, and you know so I mean some of the shots you know in like that video and you know like the the Kesha blow video you know they're just so you know ridiculous I'm thinking of like the, um you know driving in the car you know pouring milk all over yeah. his face while Britney Spears looks on you know in a treatment how does that come across what do your treatments look like for that I mean uh I mean I that I wrote, you know, then he pours milk all over himself and she watched. I mean, I, it was written pretty much how you see it. Hmm. Um, and um, and like in, in the video, you can even see a, uh, like one of Britney's like great reactions to that scene. Um, it's in the video and it's very genuine. Like she just looks at him. She's like, all right, OK. And she kind of gives this, you know, she kind of gives that like that little face of like a little bit of a nod of like, OK, OK. And, um, you know, and, and that was totally genuine. It was just like, you know, she was like, this is ridiculous. And, 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 you know, and, um, you can tell that there's a genuine expression of, um, being impressed with Guillermo's, uh, uh um, go, you know, just going for it with that milk scene, you know? And I think, um, that, I mean, that, that scene in particular, I think captures, the genuine fun and spontaneity of uh, of, of the video, and and about your use of Guillermo and and, and your use of other um, you know kind of notable uh, actors, you know James Vanderbeek and and some of the other actors that you've um, used in a lot of your videos. What do you think using actors like that kind of bring to to a to a set? Um, what do they bring to a set? Um... Yeah, it's like opposed to like just like kind of having the, those roles as by by just like some kind of character. Or well, by just some some regular actor. I mean, first off, it's fun. You know, like I'm I'm a huge fan of um of Half Baked and um and you know I was just like for me it was it was just like dude we got to get Guillermo to do this it would be so cool if he does it so um that's like there's definitely things um for me that it's just um it's it's just fun it's just fun um but at the same time there definitely is like when you're working with you know, a seasoned actor, things are just a lot smoother. 
and I and and it's also nice to pair. You know, it, it's it's nice to give that. Um, you know, uh, both Brittany and Kesha. It's both. It's nice to put them in a scene with someone. You know, who who is a seasoned actor that they can kind of bounce off of, and it, and it brings. It brings their um, delivery and their level of um, of their performance, you know, uh, up a notch. So, um, but yeah, I mean, having Guillermo and James, it was definitely just something that was just awesome and fun. And I was, uh, you know, I'm I'm fans of both of their uh, both their works. And I mean, James James is James is hilarious and uh, so smooth just throughout the day like he i mean he just killed it and i remember when guillermo showed up on set for i want to go like um his first scene that we shot was the half-baked scene so he uh he walks on the set and he's wearing the um fast food restaurant outfit <laughs> and like like he just has the biggest smile and he's like this is so fucking cool and i was just like yeah right on man <laughs> that's that i i agree like i'm glad i'm glad uh i'm glad you feel the same way and one of the things I, I really like about a lot of your videos, and there's a there's like often a time where the music will kind of break, and there'll be like some true kind of dialogue, and and you know not music, or or oftentimes the the dialogue will go over top of the music. Do, do you ever get any kind of pushback from the artists? They're not like like don't don't stop my song, or or don't have people talking and giving movie credits over over top of my music video. A good chunk of that stuff is um, is mentioned in my. Um in my treatments. So it's not, it's not really anything that's like a surprise. So, um, I don't, I don't really run into issues with it. Um, uh, I'm oftentimes like, um, like so, sometimes I'm even asked, you know, like, Hey, you know, can we, um, you know, let, let's throw some dog and then, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I love doing that. So, uh, one thing we wanted to, to touch on is something that we hadn't heard of before, which we but is really awesome, and that is the "I Want My Music Video" art show. Um, yeah, we've, we've heard tell of some, you know, ones that are using like props and things like that, and you know, from music videos. But um, this one is really unique, and I was wondering if you could explain where this where this like concept came from originally. What is the impetus of that? I'm a big fan of art shows and art, and um, I kind of always wanted to do my own art show. So um, and just being a music video director and being a part of it all, um, uh, it just felt like a, an appropriate and cool thing to kind of um, pay some respect and um, homage to just really cool works of uh, um, really cool music videos that like um, that could then be kind of turned into cool works of art. Now, did the uh, artists get to choose what music video they got to do or is that something you assigned to them? Yeah, no, they they did, they did. Um, you know, it, it was it was an interesting process. It was my first time ever doing it. It was definitely a learning process, um, big time. And um, but uh, it's it's definitely something I would I would love to do again in the future. Um, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I let I let the artist choose. Um, uh, to a degree, I I I gave some suggestions just because, um. There was just some videos that I just felt like needed to be done, um, but um, what videos were those? Um, I mean, I just I made sure that there was um, I made sure that there was like something that paid homage to Thriller, um, Aha, Take on Me. Um, there was like a handful of videos I was like I was like yo like somebody you know I got to make sure somebody does 
these particular videos because it's just kind of would be I, I I would be disappointed in myself if uh, you know if if uh, I I put on an art show paying homage to uh, music videos and certain ones were completely left out that were you know kind of legendary and you know just kind of important to and the, you and the history of videos and you have a, a a video of yours in there you have the Kesha blow the the unicorn head was somebody just came up with that or, or on on yeah, their own I, I didn't make anyone do my video <laughs> but um but i think you know there was definitely um you know i think because i was putting it on there was definitely like hey i'll do this video i was like oh yeah fuck yeah you know i'm definitely uh um you know stoked that any you know anyone would want to do that so but yeah i i I didn't force them to that was just probably just them trying to um you know suck up in a way suck my s my d you know (laughs) that's the name of the podcast right there they usually come from the interview so just oh adam i don't know there's some other good ones in there that (laughs) might be an argument to have off off recording um uh, I want to ask you though about the um, the Howlin' for You video, and specifically, it's got an IMDb page, which has um, caused a lot of confusion, especially in the comment section of um, people thinking uh, that it's a real movie, and then other yeah. people getting really upset in trying to explain what's going on and that kind of thing. And and um, I mean, were you were you intentionally kind of trying to kind of fool people with that? Yeah, I mean, kudos to the label um, Warner Brothers, um, and I. Uh... Um, what is it? Nothing Records, I think. Um, they're a little subsidiary on Warner. Um, because it, I mean, this was all like part of our master plan, and they like they did a great job of like you know seeing that through and following through with that. I mean, because um, going in, it was just always just like, yo, let's like let's treat this like a real movie trailer, and let's you know let's just go all the way with it. So. Um, I was very impressed and stoked that they um, were able to set that up, and that was cool of IMDb to like just kind of uh, you know you know we worked out a deal with them to just put it up there and not say anything about it and just be <laughs> just included with the rest of the movie trailers, and it was it's fantastic like confusing people and you know it, it's funny like yeah it was just, it was it was a lot of fun like just reading comments and stuff on it. I feel I feel that I'm really glad that IMDb was in on that, um, and that they weren't like like tricked. That makes it a lot. I, that's fun. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there was no way that IMDb could be tricked on that one. <laughs> uh, they 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 were definitely definitely a part of it. Um, and very yeah, it was very cool of them. I, I feel like like that's one of the coolest like kind of you know marketing campaigns for a music video. I, I was very stoked that uh, we were able to pull that off. Another video that that involves a little bit of uh, fan confusion, I think, is the um, Black Keys Next Girl video, um, which it, ha- it features scrolling text that says, this is not the music video. Um, was that another uh, example of you kind of, um, you know, trying to kind of fool the audience and then enjoying the kind of outcome afterwards? Um, that's actually a little bit of both, um, to be honest. Um, it was one of those things where um, the... Like Dan and Patrick, it was one of those like I, I feel like it was a, um, it was almost like a mind fuck debacle for them because, um, you know they uh, they have they, they have a sense of humor and 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 they embrace the ridiculousness of it, but at the same time they um, you know they they kind of. Uh, 
they kind of wanted to poke fun and shit on what the label, what labels sometimes do, you know, to, uh, you know, I, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but you know, like some, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes there's things that like labels will do that artists will just be like stupid, you know? And, um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and so we did the first one and then when we did the second one, it was just kind of like, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't have any words to put at the bottom. I wasn't really sure of what to put at the bottom. So Dan wrote that. So mm-hmm. like, it's just one of those things where I feel like it's like, it, I feel like it's a very half and half kind of thing. It's, it's very much like he's being genuine while being tongue in cheek, you know? There's a lot of layers to that then. That's yeah. And, and for like somebody who's, you know, just a, a black keys fan opening that and watching it, I mean, what, what perspective are you expecting them to kind of to kind of come from to parse that since they don't know really know where the, what voice that's coming from whether it is a label or whether it's from Dan or from you? I mean, I I don't really care what people take from it because you know it, it's funny like it's perfect. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I mean, I I love like it was one of those things where it's like uh, I couldn't think of what text because my first um the the first video for for them that involves frank the puppet dinosaur so it, it had it had text um scrolling at the bottom as well mm-hmm. and then um so this was the follow-up video and i couldn't think of what to put at the bottom of this one i wasn't very sure what what i wanted to put at the bottom so um so so dan just like wrote that up and i just like i i thought it was hilarious i thought it was perfect um, yeah, we didn't get to get to it, but Doug, Doug and I both agree that Yellow Card Hang You Up is, is probably the funniest music video we've ever seen. So thank you for making that. Uh, oh, right on. Wait, how come we're not getting to it? Oh, we're I don't know. Uh, Let's get to it. We've we, got sh- to it. Can we get, can we get to it? Because I do want to kind of ask you about I think that. We've got to it. I think we're at it. Dude, I love that video, man. And um, I, I guess one of the things that sells it for me for that video is the complete deadpan delivery of the you know the lead singer in that band did he need any coaching or was that a pretty much a natural performance he, he did a great job right um, yeah, i mean you know i mean he had a very handsome talented director guiding him um <laughs> but um but no he, he he did a great job like um uh yeah i mean he, he was ready for it like he didn't really have any any problems doing it and in terms of the guy who's sitting on the bench, uh, I was wondering where you got him because he's a he's, he's an interesting character to put in the I mean, music video world. He's fantastic. Um, I just auditioned him. I, I do I do the majority uh, the majority of my videos. Like I, I actually do the the, uh, the casting for because um, uh, like roles like that are like super important for me. Um, and yeah, when that, when that guy came in for his audition, I was just like, oh, it's this guy. I mean, <laughs> It was just like it was just so obvious. He, he was he was perfect for it. Uh, one thing we noticed that you did um, recently, and we we may or may not have um, half heartedly submitted uh, to the contest, was that you gave away um, some props from some of the music videos that you did. What was kind of behind that? Oh, what did you guys? Um... Probably some Britney Spears stuff, and we and we they were, like we probably just said like we have a music video database, so we deserve <laughs> it. I think that's. Yeah, very oh, happy. Oh, did you guys enter for like quite a few then? Pro- probably. <laughs> I, I think I remember because I like I feel, like I feel like your reasoning was we have, 
we have a we have a radio show. I mean, we have a podcast. Yeah, it was a shit. It was a shitty. It is a shitty reason. I didn't know how to do my job a year and a half ago. <laughs> you know, clearly, man, because I, I, you know, you you could have won if it wasn't for those. Uh, <laughs> I honestly thought I honestly thought I wasn't gonna even get through. I thought you would get tons of tons of requests. Like oh, I, I mean, said, I, I I read them all because like it was really important to me to. Um, I really wanted to give those those props to legitimate fans. Yeah, uh, we, we were completely undeserving. You, we, did not, <laughs> we did not deserve them. Thank you for not giving it to us. Yeah, all, all good. Thank you. Um, thank you. For, <laughs> thank you for sucking at your. Uh, at yeah, your... <laughs> not trying because maybe if I tried hard, we could have got something at someone who really deserved. It. So, do you, did you like? What was the response to that when people like got stuff from the Britney Spears video? Did they like kind of go nuts? Oh yeah, I mean it was great. I mean and like I mean the. Well, let's talk about Britney in particular. Like um, the Britney fans, you know, she's got some hardcore fans, and um, and I mean, it was amazing. Like some of these fans, like in their submissions, like showing me like their Britney collections, and I was I was blown away. It was, <laughs> sweet Lord, like it's fucking crazy how devoted some of these fans are, and it's awesome. And it was like those. Those were the fans that I that I was trying and hoping to find. Like those are the fans that I wanted to give some of these things to because I just felt like you know it's really cool. It's cool to have you know a piece of something that you know that one of your favorite artists. You know it's like you know a, a big deal um, for a for a fan. So um, uh, so yeah. So I you know I, I was stoked to to find. I, I feel like the sentence I just said. I was listening to myself saying it, and I was. I was thinking, you know what? You're not speaking English right now. You're saying a bunch of words. <laughs> um, so basically, it was uh, it's it's amazing finding these fans that um, that are just you know super hardcore fans, and I'm just stoked that I was able to give them um, you know a piece of a video that uh, you know that that uh, that they are big fans of, you know. And were, did any of them follow up and say like, "Here's my room of Britney Spears stuff," and now here's oh. the camera from "I Want to Go" in that place? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because um, I um, uh, on Facebook, I'm I'm friends with a with a lot of uh, a lot of the fans. So um, a, a handful of them hit me up when they when the things arrived and they took photos and stuff, and really excited. And, and it's awesome. Like that's that that worked out fantastic. Cause that's really w- what I wanted out of it. Because um, I, I I hold on to pieces for myself, but then um, when I'm able to like grab extra ones. Um, you know, I I definitely want to uh, hook fans up with them because a lot of uh, a lot of shit just gets thrown away, and then um, and a lot of people a lot of people just like a lot uh, a lot of the crew and whatnot like just don't really regard any of that stuff like with anything like they they could care less about it. But I know that like fans you know fucking live for shit like that. So, and who currently has Frank the Funkasaurus Rex? Oh, I do. Oh, good. Oh yeah, yeah. Did it? Was that originally owned by you, or, or, or no? Actually, that was um, um, originally owned by their marketing director. Um, the first Frank video for Tighten Up um, was uh, um, it was actually I filmed it at like three o'clock in the morning, um, <laughs> and um, I filmed it with a with an Alf doll, and. Um, and doing the exact same thing and um oh another lawyer story and they're i mean this is completely <laughs> legitimate their lawyers are like no 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 no, you can't do that um it's alf like we can't we can't use an alf doll and i was just like oh fine <laughs> um 
And so the marketing director was like, uh, he, he grabbed all of his kids, like toys and stuffed animals and everything. He's like, here, um, can you use one of these? Like, you know, let's substitute it. And it's, and we had this, uh, his kid had, a uh, this dinosaur puppet and it was like, all right, boom, that's great. Yeah. Al, Al, Alf makes a lot more sense. He, he's literally a stuffed plush puppet that, um, you would eventually be saying that it's not like, um, they're just like telling you, you can't use red jackets. I think that oh, there's yeah, like a, yeah. a big distance between those two things. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, the, I mean, it's very legitimate. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was very understandable that they said no to Alf, but it worked out great because uh, you know Frank the uh, Frank the dinosaur was uh, was birthed. I'm really bummed that I. Uh, I- kind of half-assed those contest entries. We could be uh, sitting here with some sweet swag from a Britney Spears video right now. We do need an office with some props from music videos. If you if you had to if you could like have any props for any from any music videos, what would they be? Uh, any props from any music videos, man, you're catching me off guard here a little bit. Um, I think I would take Kelly Clarkson. Okay, that's good. I want the um I want uh, Brooke Candy's outfit uh the c3po outfit that's a good choice you, you want it used right not like a new one you want the one from the video right right would and you I want the would bag you... of weed from uh cutters back nice would you <laughs> no or like the entire from all right would you <laughs> would you wear would you wear the c3po outfit mm-hmm. yeah yeah i would do it. yeah i would wear it or like no. you're just around the office like while i'm like coding and stuff <laughs> Um, and of course, I d- definitely want uh, Taylor Swift's. You know, we should, we need like a, you know, how they have like in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like people's outfits like up on the wall. We need like, out like uh, Brandon Flowers' feather jacket from the Human video, um, and just and you know like the, the the glasses from Party Rock Anthem, just like we'll little things like that. We'll get them. There'll be a day <laughs> where, where where people are like, yeah, we're gonna save that for the IMDb <laughs> office. They'll display it. Or the head, or the yeah, or the headphones from Oblivion. Yeah. Oh, dude, stop! Now you're getting me excited. Let's let's stop this conversation now before uh, the headphones or, or the, the, uh, the headphones or the dark side of the moon boxes from Beat Boy. <laughs> I think I'd rather the headphones from Oblivion, just because. Uh, or the those... wolf. How about the wolf from Falling to Pieces? She wolf. That's good. That's a good one too. How about that? How about that ass from that video? What? All right. It, <laughs> uh this is this is bad uh but you know it isn't bad hmm picks a week who wants to go first you should go first so i can pick one god you watch music videos all goddamn day and you don't have a pick well yeah there was a time where it was like i did i didn't have a pick of the week because i had wasn't prepared with one now there's so many videos running around in my head playing back to back that i it's hard to pick the best so that's what i do frantically as you describe yours okay well i'm gonna go with mutual core by by uh from bork i think it's bjork i'm pretty sure it's bork (laughs) sorry i i don't know why i said bork bjork right it's definitely bjork and um that's such a uh 
so Doug and I, we saw the person who directed this, uh, Andrew Thomas, oh man, I'm going to murder his last name, Huang, um, directed a really interesting short similar to this video where we saw it at a screening where people, like, two people were, like, in, in a chair rocking back and forth, and it used some same some of the visual elements in here, like the color. Um, it's really difficult to describe these kind of moving objects like coral and things like that it's creepy in a way beautiful in a way um and you know we saw what's, this what's the title what's the title of that the the short film is called solipicist man not easy um it's a really cool short film we'll put i think it's so solipsist solipsist sorry um really neat uh i have no clue how they did this but then again, I'm not like a VFX guy. It's actually all it's all practical effects. Really? Yeah, they they like uh, a lot of like sand and burying things in sand and and um and like moving things underwater and stuff. There's a there's a behind the scenes. We'll link to it in the show notes. But yeah, um, I'm pretty sure this the mutual core video also probably all practical effects. And then they and then the only thing that's computer generated is they put you know Bjork in there. Right. Um... Well, it's a, it's a really great video. Actually, it pop, popped up on Gawker, uh, which when music videos do that, it's usually like Re- Rebecca Black. Uh, but um, this one was the kind of the, the tagline was something along the lines that, you know, the sentiment that Bjork is back uh, was something that is she's really known for, something really vi- visually interesting and, and artistic. So uh, it's a great music video. Um and I think it fits the song and Bjork uh, very well because she's really the focus of it. Um, that the effects are are definitely you know a centerpiece of the video, but she is literally a centerpiece in the video as she is in the sand in the center, and uh, really fits in that world really well. So I think it was a great um, example of uh, somebody who does a lot of interesting visual work. Um, and has a definite style coming together with an artist who has a definite style, and that just meeting up uh, really well. And you like to see that happen for music videos because the result is always uh, really interesting. So that is uh, Andrew Thomas Wang uh, for Bjork Mutual Core. That was a very good pick. Thank you. Um, I like. I also like the part where there's like lava and she's screaming at the lava. That's fun. Yeah. It, it's a. Uh, it's very. It's a crazy intense video. It's. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome. If um, I was writing a treatment for videos, I'd be like, "You are gonna see the lava, and you're gonna scream at it real loud, and then you." It, it would just be lava screams written in red crayon. And yeah. You'd hand that you'd hand that to Bjork and say, "Here, you. This is what I have," and you'd and she'd say, "Make it." That's how. That's how we we've been doing this website. We've. But I've been writing this website for two years. I still have no understanding of this. And thing. I'd be like, I need to buy Final Cut Pro <laughs> X. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I'm my pick of the week mm. is like we care. Who gives a shit? Um, is is by a man named Ludacris, and the song is called "The Rest of My Life." And I'm choosing this video uh, not because I particularly love this video. I don't dislike it either. Um, but I choose this video because it was. The nine thousandth video added to our database, and that mm. is just a joyous occasion. Um, this video directed by Chris Sims, featuring Usher and David Guetta, um, both appearing in the video. Uh, 
is is uh you know just I don't want to say too it's I mean it's a, it's a hip hop video it's it's got a lot of things that you'd expect to see in a hip hop video which is people doing doing the hip hopping uh and the dancing and then there's motorcycles which is an interesting element too a terrible pick you hate you hate this video it's so obvious it's not that, it's not that I hate this video I don't have much to say. You just about, want to say we have 9,000 videos. I, I don't have much to say about the video that I love. I don't dislike the video. I don't think it's... Um, you should have picked Nasty Bitch by <laughs> DJ Rhiannon, oh, which is a, a sexy, of, sexy video. I'm watching it right now. It's a very sexy the, video. Any of the other 9,000 videos that were added prior to this one? I, I, let's just, I'm picking this video as a champion to um, music videos as in general it, there's there's one silhouette ludicrous has his fist in the air it's celebration he's a ludicrous is a champion and imvdb is a champion for having over nine thousand videos and so <laughs> don't click your figure of the week ludicrous oh, man, this is a nasty bitch video i hadn't seen this before i was just looking at the homepage and there's a What's video this? nasty bitch trap remix by uh dj rihanna featuring clinton sparks oh that's and- a great video that's a great video and and DJ Rhiannon follows New Music Video on Twitter also and retweeted uh, that tweet about the video. It's a good video. It's nasty. That's a crotch grabbing. And and uh, see-through underwear. Mm-hmm. But it, it... Oh, wow. Yeah, there's an old man and there's a woman smoke, an old lady smoking like five cigarettes. That's... Well, looks like we both should have picked that video. Neither... <laughs> Um, and she's making out with a Muppet. Oh my God! This is yeah, this is real. amazing. It's it's uh no, it's a, that's a good video too. Not neither of us picked it though. So whatever, whatevs. As they as they say, whatevs. Okay, well I'm gonna we're, I'm gonna go watch the rest of Nasty, Nasty Bitch. Um, it's a great sure. title by the way. Um, and uh, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Go to imvdb.com. Do the follow, the liking, all that stuff, and um, add some videos. If you are, you know, I think people think that if if I'm not like a a producer or something like that, I can't add videos. Not true. Uh, there is a large backlog of videos that I'm sure many of the people that are involved with are dead, and they they need you. So if you're a fan of a particular artist, especially um, of a dead artist, especially of a dead artist, definitely, and you're like you look at the page and you think. Oh, uh, they only have three music videos for this artist, or none, and the, there's really like 15 official music videos. And, and Adam, they're dead. And they're dead, and that's sad. Then uh, uh, add the videos, definitely. Um, it's in. for everybody. So there we go. Uh, good po- good pod- podcast, Doug. I, I mean, it was came together. Eh, three out of ten. It's like, have you ever had cheese? Lots of cheese. Thousands, (laughs) thousands of likes.